0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and bring in Richard Davenport from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, WholeHogSports.com. Richard, what's up? How are you?
1: Doing good, guys. morning.
0: Big weekend coming up for the Razorbacks. Is, is it like the barbecue that's coming up or the, what do they call this thing coming up?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cookout. I don't have the exact uh, name for it, but uh, you're going to have mostly commitments uh, showing up. This is, a,
0: you know, the,
1: the uh, dead period was uh, June 27th till, uh, till Sunday. This would be the per- first uh, week that they've had uh, visitors on campus. As far as for football, in the Saturday, they're going to have uh, a lot of the commitments on, on campus along with some uh, underclassmen too. So uh, I, I would – Venture to say probably thirty to 40, 40 kids.
0: Is the dead period to give the coaches a break or the players a break?
1: I think it's a both, especially for the coaches, because obviously it leads right into I mean, uh, the fall practice, and and uh, they're able to take a good three four weeks off and and uh, and, and get ready for the grind that starts uh, basically right now, and especially. You know when uh, practice starts, it's it's nonstop till till uh, you know uh, the second week of uh, December, seven days a week.
0: I'm curious the percentage right now that the coaches spend on the 23 class versus the 24 class versus the 25 class. How are they breaking up the time spent these days?
1: Well, obviously, with them having 23 commitments in the in the uh, 23 class. They're basically done. They have maybe uh, you know a few more spots left, but uh, usually, you know, you go into the season, you're you're probably about two thirds done most of the time. Uh, and and this year, I mean, they're, they're like I said, maybe a uh, maybe a couple more spots left, so they're basically done. So they they still have to stay in contact with the twenty three guys and make sure those relationships are good because uh, they obviously don't sign until – until December but uh but you you can really start focusing on the 24s and 25s uh maybe a little bit more intense uh, more intensity in uh getting them on campus and they're doing a great job they've been doing a great job since coach Pittman's got on campus uh of getting underclassmen on on uh on visits and and I think that's going to helped them, uh, you know, in the 24 and 25 classes going forward. And it, it's obviously helped them with the 23s because they, you know, again, have basically got it, you know, that class basically done.
0: Richard, when you get a kid committed, how how often are you calling and checking on him? You know, and still recruiting him because you don't want to, you know, you want him to feel the love the whole time. Uh, but how, how often do they have to call with these guys and just check up on them?
1: You know, definitely a weekly basis, uh, maybe uh, several times a week. I think it just depends on the individual. Sometimes you, uh, a guy, you know, he probably may still have uh, some schools coming after him and you, you definitely want to keep that relationship going so it may be a little bit more intense uh, with with uh, some uh, versus uh, versus others that probably may even say, hey, coach, don't worry about me. You know, check in with me when you want to, but I'm not going anywhere, and 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 but still, you still check in with those guys. But there there's some guys that uh, you, you feel better about than others. But for the most part, most commitments do stick. I mean, not all of them do, but the majority do. But uh, just uh, you, you just want to stay in contact with them, keep that relationship going, and, and get them and continue to get them on campus. Which obviously this weekend is going to be big, Malachi Singleton, because I know schools are still. Trying to come after him, the quarterback, the four-star quarterback from Georgia, uh, that that's big. Getting him back on campus again, I think this is going to be his fourth trip to Fayetteville. So anytime you're you're able to have uh, guys on campus and and continue that relationship, that's
0: huge. I saw some pictures yesterday of a linebacker, a young linebacker. I think he was a 25 guy that was visiting yesterday. He, he looked very impressive for a, a, a someone in the class of 2025.
1: You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and we we're talking about Noah McHale, uh from California, six three two zero five. You look at his film, and you think if you didn't know he was a freshman last year, you would think, "Man, this guy's a highly recruited uh, senior prospect in the twenty three class." But he's very sudden, fast, physical. I mean, it, you see a freshman a lot of times; they're they're overmatched from a physical standpoint. But he just bounces off, and he. He sheds blockers so well as a, as a linebacker, and it, it just—you look at him and you think, "This guy, this guy's an upperclassman, but he's not." And he's already got 18 offers right now, and Arkansas offered him not too long ago. But uh, it, to be able to get him on campus is, is huge. We keep, I keep repeating myself when I say that. But yesterday, he was—he was truly impressed. I think it's it, it kind of surprising. And plus, he does have a cousin who will be a senior. This year at the University of Arkansas, uh, that's uh, kind of in his ear, so that kind of mm-hmm. helps too. But yeah, he, he's he's probably he's probably going to be a he's definitely going to be a four star, possibly a five star when it's all said and done.
0: Richard Davenport with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Richard, I had a guy the other day uh, tell me something positive uh, about a, a a current Razorback, and uh, and I had to look him up. I didn't remember much of the uh, recruiting. Um, but he was a big defensive tackle, uh, Taylor Lewis. Do you remember the recruitment of this kid, and what, what are they uh, saying about him?
1: Oh, yeah, D- Taylor, I re- recently had a, a Hogs Future uh, story on him, and he's just an incredible story. But uh, from what I understand, I, I was, I was kind of uh, hearing from uh, somebody within the program that uh, his athleticism really has is, is, uh, stood out to him. During the uh, off-season, summer workouts, and uh, uh, he's six-three, about uh, three seventeen. So you get a guy that uh, moves exceptionally well and athletic at that position. That's promising. Now, how, how well does he shed blockers and, and is able to, to uh, you know, uh, you know, hold up uh, against the SEC offensive linemen? That remains to be seen. But evidently, his athleticism is definitely uh, maybe uh, above average, and that's. That's what you got to have on the defensive line. Big, agile guys with uh, excellent quickness and athleticism.
0: Richard Davenport with us. Let's move on to basketball. i got Joe Klein in the uh, studio, and he's uh, itching for talking a little basketball. Uh, Arkansas, once again, another year. They're, uh, they're on some big-time players, uh, not just from Ar- uh, all around the country. Uh, the Bay Fall kid, I've heard about him for years, and uh, I know Arkansas is recruiting him hard. And Wesley Yates, I like what I see out of this guy.
1: Yeah, well, uh, well, we'll talk Bay first. I mean, he's a 6'10", 6'11", very athletic, uh, uh, big man uh, from uh, Colorado, Colorado Hawks, which is kind of like a, a sister team of the Arkansas Hawks. And uh, uh, he, he, he uh, visited Arkansas for the Kentucky game back in February uh, and uh, was very, very impressed. I expect him back for an official visit this fall. I think Arkansas is an in a good spot with him, and Wesley Yates, yeah, I really like him. Mm-hmm. He, I saw him in Louisville, and he, he he looks more like a linebacker defensive end than your traditional shooting guard that you see in high school or in college. He's, a, he's, he's about 6'4", about 215, and very thick uh, uh, lower body and very physical, and that's, that's something that, that he says kind of gets him in trouble a little bit just because guys, smaller guys bounce off of him and, and, and refs will automatically uh, call a foul on him just because he, he, he's just so strong and, and guys are bouncing off of him when it really should be a foul on the, on the opponent. But uh, he, he can struggle from outside. He, he's, he's got good quickness, and uh, he just knows the game very well. Yeah, I, I was just really impressed with him but he is definitely one of the more unique uh shooting guards I've seen from a physical standpoint in in, in a long time because he, he is so thick and that lower body is is uh, uh you just don't see it even on the college level
0: do you get the feeling that Bayfall would be a package along with his cousin asanya up? you
1: know i th- I think that's definitely uh, you know something that they're they're uh thinking about you know it's been a while since I've talked to them but it I I tend to think that that's a, a strong possibility but at the same time maybe uh, you know, you know the, the, they they like different schools for different reasons and may uh, split up but uh, I think that that's a that's probably a, a likely uh, situation
0: hey Richard have you been able to or what see or what have you heard about this new group of you know, guys up on the hill, the practices, and uh, preparing for the trip overseas. Uh, have you been able to see anything or hear anything on that?
1: No, I really haven't. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. And, uh, just because, uh, man, was trying to focus on football and basketball at the same time. I really haven't checked. But, I mean, just like everybody else, you, it's kind of funny to see Coach uh, Coach Musk and, and the staff tweeting out uh, – Little clips of practice, and you're seeing little glimpses of uh, these guys, and not only the freshmen, but obviously the transfers too. And and man, you just see a lot of athleticism. But uh, I I, I think uh, that this trip coming up, it's gonna be it's gonna be very important going forward. You're gonna probably, you know, you still have plenty of time during the during the regular season and all that. But uh, there'll be there'll be some separation on this trip, I think.
0: Sticking with basketball, has anything changed with Ron Holland?
1: Not that I know of. I, I, you know, I I, I know that uh, you know he's he's still looking hard at Texas, and I think I think Texas. Uh, you know, I had a source tell me uh, a while back that uh, Texas was a team to watch out for. You know, in addition to Arkansas, uh, not not discounting Kentucky at the time before they, they got a recent commitment, but uh, Texas. Uh, you know, in-state school with a lot, of, a lot of resources, and that NIL money uh, it could definitely uh, come into play, but uh, I think Arkansas is still in pretty good shape. But I think Texas is a team to, to, to watch out for.
0: Richard, we had a caller earlier today asking if uh, the Razorbacks, Musselman, his staff are using back-to-back NBA titles for Razorbacks as a recruiting tool.
1: Oh, my God, you know that's happening. And, and – and, 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 and in the short period of time of being in, in fayetteville and having guys drafted just about every year i mean that, i mean that's that's a big thing too and i think that's that's one of the reasons why they fall you know even though he could turn pro i think that's uh, one of the things that really attracts him to arkansas and also the NBA uh background of the coach muss and the staff i think all that plays into him uh, liking arkansas so much along with uh you know, when he visited Arkansas and being able to see the atmosphere.
0: Richard, we're just a few days away from the team reporting and uh, fall camp beginning in football. Who's one of the guys coming in that you're excited to, you know, that you've covered, you've written about, you've been there for through the recruiting process, but you're excited to see him on the field and playing this year? Uh,
1: you know, man, I, I, it's not uh, – well, two two guys that have be coming in uh, that have been on campus. That I've been hearing really good things about it. Jordan Crook and Manny Powell, and obviously the linebacker position is a uh, is uh, a position they really need some uh, depth. And you know, uh, even though they're freshmen, I think uh, you know you could you could see those guys maybe get getting a few snaps and, and allowing the, uh, you know Bumper and Drew and the other guys uh, maybe a little breather here or there. But uh, I've been hearing some really good things on. On both of them, they've been standouts during the uh, workouts. So uh, that's those, those are two guys. I, you know, I'm I trying. Be honest with you, I'm trying to think of uh, off the top of my head, but uh, I can't think of anybody else. But those are the two that uh, I've heard the most. To be honest with you.
0: Can Isaiah Sotana make an uh, impact this year?
1: I think he can. can. Can he? Can he adjust from high school? To college and, and the physicality, uh, you know, and the stronger cornerbacks and DBs uh, uh, in the SEC. That's that's going to be the challenge, and obviously everybody in the SEC is fast. Uh, that's that's going to be the challenge. I think more so the, the physicality than anything, but he, he definitely has the speed to to uh, you know maybe match up against the other guys in the SEC and, and maybe
0: create some separation and, and be
1: be a, a guy that could uh, give him some. Uh, You know, playmaking ability even as a freshman,
0: Richard. Before we let you go, we will ask you our question of the day: Who leads the team in receptions this year?
1: Man, that's a that's a good question. I think there's there's a possibility of somebody coming out coming out uh, from the pack that maybe we're not uh, expecting because uh, you you get uh, several young guys. But I mean, I think uh, the, the easiest, the simplest one to think about is. Jaden Hasselwood. I mean, I think that's he. He played in the Big Twelve and, and had success, and he's highly touted. So, I mean, I'll just I'll just uh, go with the no brainer and and then go with the easy one and just say him.
0: In the same vein, our question yesterday was who leads Arkansas in rushing for the upcoming season: KJ, AJ, Rocket Sanders, or Dominique, or somebody else? If you think I want,
1: so, I want to say Rocket Sanders. I, I I think from I think Rocket Sanders has the most physical ability of any, any of the running backs on campus and uh, just from, from the total package the size the speed uh i just think that he has that uh, that it factor and uh, i think i think we'll see him make a jump this year and he, he was impressive as a freshman but i think uh, he'll be even more impressive this year and i think he'll be the, the leading rusher
0: rd thank you appreciate your time
1: all right, guys, we'll see
0: you. Richard Davenport on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, com, and the Arkansas Timber Crack Gazette.